Welcome, wonderful people of the internet. This is the Lazy Piece of Shit Podcast. Here, we like to talk about all the awkward and uncomfortable things you might be thinking, but are too embarrassed to say. My name is Dan, and I am cordially inviting you to witness me making a fool of myself with each week's new episode. But for now, get comfortable, grab a drink, and let's get into it. Welcome back. I hope you had a wonderful work week, and if you didn't, well, the good news is it's the weekend, and you can kind of put that to the back of your head, focus on resting, relaxing, hanging out with me for the next little bit. As always, I'm Dan. Happy to have you all here hanging out again for another episode of the Lazy Piece of Shit podcast. This week, it's called Horizontal Running. You can probably tell that there is a little bit of a pattern when it comes to how I name the episodes, and most of them are going to be movie quotes. Um, I do absolutely love movies. I spent most of my time watching movies, Netflix, so I just thought it'd be fun to try and name each uh, episode from uh, one of my uh, favorite movies or a good movie quote that will fit with what we're talking about. As I said, this week's is called Horizontal Running, and pretty much that's from Pitch Perfect when Amy doesn't want to do uh, the cardio like everybody else, and she just lays on her back and starts kind of running, going nowhere. And sometimes, honestly, that's how I feel when it comes to my fitness journey and trying to get some, uh, you know, progress going. I feel like I'm just going nowhere, spinning my wheels, if you will. So I thought it'd be a fun little uh, name for, for this week's episode. And now, before we kind of get into uh, the meat of this week's episode, I did just want to kind of have a little bit of a PSA uh, public service announcement. I told you guys that I'm going to try and be as honest and upfront with you when it comes to everything in regards to the podcast and and my fitness journey. Um, So I do want to uh, start this week's episode with being... uh, you know, was being honest about my experience with last week's episode. Um, so last week was definitely, uh, obviously, a learning experience for myself. I've never done this before. New software, new technology, trying to make sure everything was perfect. Um, but at the end of the day, I wasn't super proud of the product that I, I, I put out. But that's more on me, obviously. I, I always, for some reason, demand perfection. And when I do start something new, uh, I put a lot of pressure on myself to make sure that it's perfect. Obviously, I don't think anyone expects the first thing you do especially with a podcast to be perfect um so i was just uh you know very uh, hard on myself so i do want to just be honest with you and that's how i was feeling about last week's episode to me it felt more like an interview was very formal um you know and that's not what i want i want it to be a lot more informal uh laid back more of like a conversation kind of feel like you're hanging out with friends in the backyard watching the game that kind of stuff so for me uh once i find my groove and kind of get going uh you better watch out podcast world because nothing's going to stop me Uh, but for now i just wanted to give you guys my feelings on how things are going Um, i always want to make sure that i'm giving you the best experience and content that i can do and i just want to thank you all for your patience while i try and find the perfect kind of solution to make uh, this podcast the best they can be but enough of that boring stuff let's get into this week's beverage call out so i'm going with the classic a staple in uh, my household here Honestly, my one roommate should probably be sponsored by Cottage Springs because she drinks so much of it, has all the merch, and she absolutely loves them. Uh, So, this week, perfect. Uh, So, this week, I have a lovely Cottage Springs Ontario Peach Vodka Soda. Honestly, not a huge fan of the vodka seltzers, vodka sodas, but these ones are really delicious. 
they're Ontario based, which is great. Uh, they have a bunch of uh, different flavors. I believe they just launched a new cherry flavor and everyone's going wild for that. Uh, it's great for if you're on a diet, uh, trying to make things work. It does have zero sugars, zero sweeteners, no carbs and gluten free, which is off obviously fantastic. If you're trying to, you know, watch the waistline, make sure you're always checking out your local LCBOs to give them a try. They have a great, like it's like an eight pack variety that you can get and it's four different flavors. So you can kind of try everything out. But when you're not feeling the beer or you want to mix in a, a different drink to kind of split up the day of a uh, drink at the cottage, definitely recommend Cottage Springs. Give them a follow at, at Instagram uh, at Cottage Springs. They're always doing all sorts of kind of fun giveaways. Great content. They're a great Canadian company, so definitely check them out. I highly recommend them. And as always, make sure you are enjoying responsibly. Before we get into uh, this week's fitness update, I do just want to share something very exciting with you all. I did get my first listener email from someone. Um, I'm so happy that I got it. I'm so thankful that they took the time to send me an email. It was fantastic to get uh, just some words of encouragement and uh, really enjoying the idea and looking forward to how the podcast is going to turn out each week. So I was super thankful for that. But they did have a question. They did ask what I was currently reading as they are also trying their best to no longer you know, fall into the trap of aimlessly scrolling for hours on the day. Um, so I just wanted to uh, ask what I was reading. So if you were to look at my nightstand right now, honestly, it'd be so embarrassing and most women would probably head for the hills because it has on there right now uh game of thrones history and now i'm not talking about like a game of thrones book i've read all of those but this is a history of the books like it explains how each house came to be founding members their lineage any interesting facts about them if their house still exists pretty much one of the most nerdy things i think you could get from a game of thrones uh, situation uh, then I have the first book of the Star Wars canon saga because I thought it'd be fun and exciting to start the whole Star Wars series from the very beginning because, you know, that's what the cool kids do. Then I have Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows, which I've almost finished again for like the millionth time. Uh, and then right now what I'm currently focused on the most is Lord of the Rings, uh, the Fellowship of the Ring. I have read it a few times, the trilogy, when I was younger. I don't think I really appreciated it very much just because it is a very heavy read. And honestly, now that I'm a little bit older and can really enjoy uh, Tolkien's writing style, it is an absolute fantastic read. And I'm so happy about that, that I've gone back to those. Uh, so I'm looking forward to finishing up Fellowship and then moving on to Two Towers and then Return of the King. So, yeah, uh, surprise, I am a giant nerd. <laughs> probably better off that you figured this out now instead of you know us getting to know each other really well and then finding this out that way also i have recently started to try listening to more uh audiobooks when i'm out on my walks as music's always great but i'm trying to use my time as wisely as possible so uh right now when i do on my walks i am listening to jordan peterson's 12 rules for life uh, an antidote to chaos super deep book really enjoying it but honestly the first like chapter and a bit was about lobsters and birds and i had to double check like two or three times to make sure i purchased the right book but now that we've moved past that things are definitely getting a little bit better and i do so far really enjoy the rules that uh, jordan peterson has would definitely recommend if you are looking for a little bit more purpose perhaps in your life like i was uh, as it is a really great read and does kind of get you thinking about how you can be better work better and use your time a little bit more effectively. 
So there you have it. Definitely have a few things on the go when it comes to reading. Obviously, I'm not focusing on all of the books that are on my nightstand. They're just kind of there for when I finish each one. I can move on nice and quickly. I do want to start more self-help books that but mostly the nerdy stuff is for you know before bed i try to stay off my phone at least an hour before i go to bed to try and get a really good sleep so i just grab a book read a chapter and then kind of hit the hay which has uh been working honestly and if uh you're having trouble getting to sleep and maybe getting a restful sleep i would definitely recommend getting off your phone uh before you, you try and fall asleep because honestly it is crazy what your phone does to your sleep schedule that's for sure so there you go. That is a little bit of an insight into what I am currently reading right now. And I just want to thank the listener who took the time to send that email in. It honestly made my day. So thank you so much. And now, without further ado, let's get into our first fitness update on the Lazy Piece of Shit podcast. So obviously, I think uh, it'd be more most beneficial if you guys kind of knew my stats, if you will. So I am 5'10 and 3 quarters. Whatever gets me closer to six feet, right? Just kidding. 5'10 is just fine. Uh, I am 248 pounds at the beginning of this month. So definitely hold a lot of my weight in my upper legs, my butt, and now a little bit in the old gut. Um, very pear-shaped, if you will. And honestly, it's not in a sexy way. So as I said, I've been struggling with uh, the weight gain for the last little bit here. Now that we're kind of coming out of the pandemic, me and the roommates have decided that we wanted to start kind of like a roommate uh, weight loss challenge where each month we weigh in once a week. Whoever loses the least amount of weight uh, is the loser and they have to buy dinner, a uh, cheat meal, if you will, for everybody in the house. So it is honestly a great way to motivate each other. I have lost two months out of uh, out of like four I've been doing it. So as you can tell, I haven't really been laser focused and definitely have uh, been enjoying a little too much of the, the cheat meals there. But I have kind of focused in this last month, which is great. I don't think I'm going to lose, knock on wood. So that's awesome. But it's just honestly another way that we can motivate each other, kind of hold each other accountable, and just work together towards getting the weight off that we do want. And I don't know about you guys, but I just find when you do make uh, things a little bit more competitive, I find everything does obviously get a little bit more fun. Uh, we have a couple competitive people in the house, so things definitely get pretty heated. So I'll definitely let you know how uh, the rest of this month goes and who the uh, winner is and if I did unfortunately lose again. But I'm pretty confident this month that I, I will be in the middle of the pact, which is, is better than losing, I guess. But in regards to how my week went uh, fitness-wise last week, I definitely had a pretty decent week. I, I was uh, pretty proud of it. I lost almost two pounds. And that is with eating out three times, KFC twice, and then Friday a poutine and a blizzard from uh, from Dairy Queen there. Um, I know it wasn't perfect, as I said. I'm never going to have a perfect week, but I can still lose weight while still uh, enjoying those uh, cheat meals every, every once in a while. I mean, three times is definitely uh, more than what I want, but at least uh, I'm seeing some progress. I really focused last week on uh, getting enough water. I know it seems so simple to be able to put away, you know, 12 beers in two hours, but why I can't drink the proper amount of water all day kind of blows my mind. So I did, did uh, really focus on um, trying to get enough water intake last week. And it did make a huge difference. So if you are looking for some motivation or the scale kind of isn't moving as much as, as you want it to, definitely maybe try focusing on water as losing water weight sometimes is, you know, an easy victory. Uh, now, 
it's not going to be the same weight loss every week when you do try to just lose water weight. That, that is going to stop you. Maybe get like a one to two week window where you're going to see some pretty big results. But it can definitely be used to help you kind of get a little bit more motivation when you see the scale moving a little bit uh, in the right direction. So I definitely recommend always trying, focusing on getting your water. But if you're kind of stuck, really kind of hone in on that. And then you might see some some results that will motivate you to kind of keep going harder the next uh, the next couple days. Obviously, I don't want to start making it a habit of my nutrition being poor and just drinking water, trying to compensate for that because that's not really going to work. I'm happy I got all of my uh, water recommendations in for last week, but I do want to cut back the eating out maybe down to one, maybe two times a week. So I definitely am trying to work on the, uh, you know, 80, 20, 80% of the time I'm going to be good. And then the 20% of the time I'm going to slip up, you know, I'm going to give myself a a cheat meal here and there, a nice snack, uh, some chips, that kind of stuff. I am looking for one to two pounds of weight off each week. Everything I've kind of read about and looked into, that's kind of the healthiest way to lose weight and keep it off. Uh, You can get some obviously higher numbers with, with different ways, but honestly, one to two a week is the healthiest way to do it. So that's my goal. This week, I did hit all of my workouts, which is fantastic. I do have a few PRs, which is nice, personal records, you know, getting stronger, feeling better. And I would definitely recommend uh, if you're trying to look for motivation and getting back into the gym consistently, trying to find someone who you can work out with. Uh, I have a friend who is kind of in the same boat as me, a little bit more time on their hands. So they've been coming over and working out uh, together. And honestly, it's great. You're pushing yourself a little bit more. Someone else to kind of, you know, if you're having a day and you don't want to get up and and work out, you're getting texts from them and they're like, let's go, let's go, let's get it done. And just kind of, you know, that extra push you need to get going. And it's been fantastic. I think I've been consistently working out for probably about a month now, which is doesn't seem like a lot, but a it's you know progress as usually I peter off after the second or third week. But I do find myself now almost I don't want to say looking forward to working out, but I don't hate it near as much as a couple of weeks back. What is it? You need twenty one days to create a routine, and that's kind of we we just passed that point there, so. It is my body's almost like, okay, you know, we got to work out, let's go. And honestly, I'm just excited to see how much stronger I can get, how much, you know, better I can look, feeling better. I can already notice a little bit of, you know, differences, clothes fitting a little bit better. And honestly, it's just those little victories that I focus on to make sure that I continue to work out. And then Friday hit of a long weekend. And let me tell you what happened. I went off the rails. Things got a little wild, that's for sure. Friday poutine blizzard from Dairy Queen so you know it wasn't the greatest day my weigh-in wasn't terrible as I said we weighed in on Saturday right now uh, and then after that it was just kind of uh, unfortunately a little bit of downhill between food drinks it was the long weekend so you know I'm not going to beat myself up about it um, but even kind of after the long weekend and into this week I found myself struggling to kind of get back on track with my nutrition especially my personal kind of philosophy, I guess, and that's also the philosophy of the program I'm on, Kino Body, it's more or less not wanting to sacrifice your life, your fun, for your diet. So as I said, those weekends, especially long weekends when you're going to be having some extra drinks, some extra calories, not to kind of train yourself to beat yourself up, but to enjoy it, but kind of stop the bleeding, I guess, and having the poor nutrition go into the next week. So definitely uh, struggling with that a little bit. I always find, especially long weekends for some reason, it's just so much harder to kind of get back on track. 
So I'll be interested to see what my weigh-in is looking like this week. I'll let you know, good, bad, or ugly, but I'm not going to really dwell on it for too long. It happens. I'm going to move on, and I'm just going to try and be better tomorrow, uh, next week, and, and next month. So that is the fitness update portion of the podcast. Hope you uh, had a little bit maybe better luck over the long weekend. But if not, I would recommend not really dwelling on it because there's not much you can do about it now. Just kind of focus on today, tomorrow, and making sure you're getting back to the basics and making sure you're getting your water, focusing on your nutrition, getting out and moving at least once a day, and getting your workouts done. So let's change gears a little bit. Let's talk about how I ended up getting to where I am right now the uh, history, if you will, of my fitness and health journey over the last 10 plus years. If you know me, then you know I've been talking about getting in shape at nauseum probably for the last 15 years, and I just have never really been able to focus. Again, as you've kind of maybe picked up, I don't have the best willpower or you know fortitude to kind of stick to a diet plan and a workout regime. I'm the guy who had a fitness membership that literally came out of the bank every month, never really went, and the gym was literally across the plaza from my work. I would find myself getting closer to the end of the day, looking over there and being like, oh man, there's four people up at the gym. I don't think I can go tonight. I just have this real issue with wanting to go and work out in front of people. I have spoken to a few people, friends, and and they kind of feel like the same as me. The sense that uh, you go to the gym and you just feel like everyone's watching you and, you know, you're going to be made fun of in some way for the weight you're doing or the, you know, the amount of reps. And honestly, that is like the most craziest thing in the world because most people in the gym are focused on themselves. They don't care that you're there. And nine times out of 10, most people at the gym are super supportive. They understand that everyone's there to kind of hit their own personal goals, whether that's to lose some weight, build muscle, or just kind of get out, get active to stay healthy. Most people are just happy to see you at the gym and working on yourself. It's definitely just my anxieties and my insecurities kind of getting the best of me in those situations. And I'm super happy that I now have most of the stuff I need in my own house so I can work out down in the basement. But honestly, I've had that stuff for over a year and I've just walked past it multiple times as I head over to the computer to play video games. But I don't think you would really expect anything less from the guy who wore jeans all last summer because he refused to buy new shorts. And on those nice and hot days, I would roll the uh, the pant legs up to make some sort of capri. Let me tell you, ladies, it was a look. So if by some miracle I can get my ass in shape, I'm convinced anybody can do it. Now let's kind of just go back uh, to where it all started. For me personally, I can kind of remember pretty clearly when I started having not issues, but wanting my body to look better, uh, more fit, more buff. And honestly, it goes way back to high school for me. At the time, I had a girlfriend who was extremely active, playing uh, top tier soccer sports, all that kind of stuff. So obviously, I didn't want to be this skinny little scrawny high school kid. So I wanted to put on some uh, muscle at that point. Didn't go so well, but I recently took a trip down uh, memory lane and Facebook. I don't know if anybody else kind of gets caught up in that and you go through your photos all the way back to high school, you know, your early 20s. I was like, what was I thinking? I would do anything to be as skinny as I was back then. And if high school Dan could see me now, he'd be like, what the fuck happened? Back then, you know, I was all about wanting to have that, you know, chiseled six-pack, doing curls for the girls, 
just trying to look the best that you can. And back then you're, you know, you're, you're skinny ripped, right? With nothing to worry about. The LBs don't really start adding up until you're mid to late 20s. Now that I'm a little bit older with a lot more time constraints, you know, full-time work, trying to hang out with the friends, see the family, my fitness goals have definitely changed over the years. I honestly am no longer after that pipe dream of a chiseled six-pack. I'm looking just to kind of feel a little bit more comfortable with myself, you know, look good in a t-shirt and a pair of jeans, and not have to wear a t-shirt when I go swimming in the summer. For me, it's kind of been a struggle over the last couple of years, especially for like this root problem where I just put this absolutely ridiculous and unrealistic pressure on myself in the sense that, you know, if I get fit, you know, if I get that six pack, if I get those nice arms, the nice big chest, then once that happens, I'll get a girlfriend, you know, I'll be able to get that new job. Life will magically just come together when I reach my fitness goals. And those are obviously my own anxieties and insecurities getting the best of me because, let's face it, that's not how the world works. The world doesn't care if you're fit, looking good. It's really just you, the person who cares. Fitness and your fitness goals should really just kind of be another tool you can use to start loving yourself a little bit more, which will in itself give you more confidence to be able to succeed and most importantly, be able to fail because honestly you're not going to succeed every time you're going to learn a lot more from when you fail it is really that cliche saying that i'm sure we've all heard a million times it's not the destination that matters it's the journey and in saying that welcome to my fitness journey (laughs) so me personally i have probably tried it all tried all the different pills programs memberships that you've seen pop up on facebook instagram anywhere like i'm talking like hip-hop abs p90x insanity legion training and that was done by the guys who got everyone ready for the 300 movie and spartacus you know so that was kind of cool but again another fad you know i've tried every you know fat burner acai berry blend from some jungle somewhere um you know i've done six meals a day three meals a day i've tried keto um paleo literally anything and honestly at the end of the day i should just have sucker tattooed across my forehead because the amount of money i've probably wasted on all of this stuff is ridiculous again most of these programs i've purchased i haven't ever really stuck to done them for the first couple weeks and then I just kind of uh, stopped working out stopped going to the gym you know again and that's nothing against these programs it's me and my willpower to want to be better as I said last episode I've been very comfortable underachieving for just way too long but then you do have some programs that like you know like p90x insanity it's like okay let's do a quick warm-up let's do 30 pull-ups excuse me 30 Bodyweight pull-ups, like pull this 250-pound person up 30 times. Are you like you like kidding me? Like I can't do that. Like the only thing I'm pulling up to is Circle K at night to get my snacks. So programs like that, I always just kind of found extremely discouraging almost right from the start because there's no starting program. You know, it's just kind of being thrown right into it. And granted, maybe I should have done a little bit more research as things like P90X and the Insanity programs are meant for people who are already fit. But again, I was just trying anything and everything to try and get my goals achieved. And as I've mentioned previously, I do have a lot of time on my hands when I am at work as I do 
work retail. So there's kind of ups and downs. And I do have that time to look into all the new different fads, different kind of research into trying to get my goals achieved. And I did kind of maybe stumble across something that they don't really want all of us to know. And that's the fact that last year, the gym membership business alone made $94 billion. And the supplement business, so your proteins, your creatines, fat burners, all that kind of stuff, was a $124 billion industry. So here's the truth, or at least the conclusions that I've kind of drawn for myself. And of course, you're more than welcome to jump in and do your own research and make your own kind of uh, decision on something like this. But for me, I truly believe that they don't want us to get fit. They will give us, you know, a little bit here and there to kind of see some progress for the first little bit. And then they know full well that we're going to stop. So they'll keep stringing us along with all these new kind of different fads. And we have to go and buy all these supplements and, you know, programs. And honestly, it's just at the end of the day, building more and more revenue. They're literally making money off of us not being able to achieve our goals, which is really shitty and honestly quite infuriating. But that is just the nature of the health and fitness industry. We have to kind of try and navigate through for ourselves and weed out what actually works and what doesn't. And I think that's kind of what I've done over these last couple of years is I have, you know, spent all this money on all these different programs, all these different supplements. And at the end of the day, it is just quite simple. There is no quick fix for consistency when it comes to working out, consistency when it comes to your nutrition. Um, and honestly, it does come down to one very basic principle. It's calories in versus calories out. If you want to lose weight, you're going to have to be in a calorie deficit. If you want to put on some muscle, you're going to have to be eating a little bit more so your body can build more muscle. But never fear. Over the years, I have acquired a decent group of influencers on Instagram that I truly think care about their results, their clients, and I'm going to share them with you today. You can give them a follow and see if you like them as much as I do. So first up is uh, Josef Rakic uh, of Josef Rakic Fitness. I believe he's based out of New Zealand. He was one of the first paid programs I did that I really kind of enjoyed. He has a fantastic app, uh, very customizable. You can do keto, non-keto. You can uh, change your meal plans right through the app. Six meals a day, four, four meals a day, three meals a day. So he has a very um, easy program. His workout routines are pretty easy. I definitely feel like you would need a gym to do most of them effectively, but I'm pretty sure that he has done a at-home workout with everything going on with the pandemic, so uh, make sure to definitely check that out. He truly seems to care about his clients. Uh, when you do pay for a program, you do get access to a Facebook group with uh, everyone else who has paid for, for a program on the JFR Fitness, and uh, he literally responds to every post that's in there granted i don't know if that's him or, or his team but judging by some of his mannerisms it does honestly sound like him he has definitely blown up over the last couple months year year and a half uh, but he still seems to make time for everyone that has questions or is interested in joining his uh, workout programs he is always putting out uh, lots of free info on his instagram page and also on his tiktok i believe now too and just more or less making sure people are doing proper form when it comes to most exercises. He does a lot of Q&As uh, Q when it comes to stereotypes in the health industry and more or less kind of helping you sift through the BS to try and find what is actually going to work for you and what you truly need to get into the best shape of your life. Yosef was probably the first uh, Instagram influencer that I kind of started paying attention to. 
keep in mind, I did grow up uh, without Instagram, Facebook, and all that kind of fun stuff. It was MySpace and MSN back then. Uh, so my kind of dive into influencers is a little bit more recent. I can only imagine uh, growing up having Instagram and Facebook and these people constantly thrown in your face definitely is not good for the mental health of, of men and women. That being said, our next influencer uh, is Nathan. I don't really know where I found him. Honestly, I think it was just going through reels on Instagram one day and, and he popped up. Uh, he is a little bit more of a, a thick boy, if you will. So something that I could uh, strive to be. He constantly seems to be having so much fun in the gym, outside of the gym, and in his daily life. It just kind of was a breath of fresh air because it always seems to be so serious and very laser focused when it comes to the fitness uh, industry and, and the influencer industry. So he was, a, as I said, a breath of fresh air, always dancing around, having a great time. I believe he's sponsored by JBL, so he has always great music pumping. And honestly, he does a little bit more uh, with the mental health aspect of the fitness industry, if you will. He's always down to ask questions and he's very uh, honest and truthful about his journey and, and where he's kind of going. And on his Instagram, he always is putting up absolutely great workouts that you can always try. He's always extremely encouraging without having to make you feel like you need to buy a bunch of supplements or any of his products to be successful. Now a little something for the ladies. Uh, her name is Jennifer West. I first discovered her on MTV's The Challenge, and she was an absolute monster. I think she ended up winning the, the year that I watched her on, and ever since then I've been following her on Instagram. She does an absolutely amazing job with showing everyone how especially female Instagram influencers, bodies don't actually look like their pictures and how lighting and posing are your best friends and how it's just a very unrealistic expectation to constantly be looking like these people at all times. She's really great for putting up a photo side-by-side uh, -side of her posing and with proper lighting and then shows you what she looks like on an everyday basis. She is also very open about all the struggles she's faced in the fitness industry and also with being on a popular reality TV show like The Challenge, how she deals with hate from trolls, people who are just always wishing the worst on her, and she is just another person who's very positive and doing God's work uh, when it comes to the influencer industry, especially with females. The last influencer that I'm going to call out today is Greg O'Gallagher. He is the founder behind Kino Body, which is the program that I'm currently doing right now. I'm not going to lie, I did randomly stumble across this program while I was on Facebook one day. He has a little test you do to kind of pick the best program that he has for you. I ended up on the Warrior Shred program. I am also doing the aggressive fat loss plan right now. And I just really like what he teaches, what he preaches. The program is extremely easy to follow. He kind of goes along the lines of uh, intermittent fasting. So right now I, will be, I fast for 16 hours a day and then I uh, eat for eight hours. And he not only loves fasting for the health benefits, which there are a ton, but it also allows you to move your calories from, let's say, six meals a day into two big meals and then a snack or two. So you don't have to constantly be eating things like chicken and rice. You can enjoy regular meals, especially if you're going out with friends, just have to make a couple small decisions based on, you know, what they have available, you know, sweet potato fries instead of regular fries, maybe a side salad instead of fries in general. 
he does very much preach that Kino body isn't so much a diet or a, uh, a plan. It is, in fact, a lifestyle change. And honestly, I can definitely get behind that because it does make life a lot easier when you're focusing more on just two meals, especially for meal prep. And then you can eat things that you generally wouldn't be, quote unquote, allowed to eat on, on a diet. I have had the most success on his programs. I did lose about 20 pounds a couple years back for a friend's wedding, and it was super easy. You kind of have free reign over your nutrition as long as it's meeting your calorie, protein, carb, and uh, fat goal. I don't want to dive too much into the plan as it is a paid program and I don't want to take anything away from Greg and what he has done over the years to make this program as perfect as possible. But if you are looking for a different program, maybe to change it up a little bit and something that isn't traditional, I would definitely check him out as I do think that most people can easily kind of jump into his program. For instance, I prefer the intermittent fasting compared to keto, just because with keto especially, now it's a little bit easier, but back when I was doing it, it wasn't as popular. You know, there wasn't keto options at restaurants. And if you do kind of mess up and have a bad day, especially with keto, you're down for two to three days while you get back into ketosis. So with intermittent fasting, if you do have a bad day or you do kind of break your fast, you can jump right back into it the next day and you haven't lost any time, nor are there really any negative side effects. I am also using his Keno Collagen, which is a protein that's supposed to help with building muscle, but it also helps with skin, hair, and nails. I've only been using that for about two weeks, so I'll definitely let you guys know how that goes over the next couple of weeks if I see any real differences. And he is also very engaged with his clients on Instagram and I believe TikTok now too, and he's just always putting up what his workouts are, what he's eating that day, just to kind of give you a real look at his everyday life. I also do really enjoy his workout plan. I have seen the most results from it, so I am looking forward to continuing with this Kino Body program. Probably continue with the AFL for the next couple months. Maybe switch to a Warrior Shred program to get a little muscle in the winter. Maybe do a little bit of a bulk, depending how well things go. But I did just want to make sure to give you guys some options for some influencers who I think have already done the work and are only trying their very best to help everybody. There's no real BS. I mean, Yosef does have his own supplement line, so he will push that. I haven't tried it myself. You're more than welcome to. And as with Greg, uh, I have tried his Kino Octane, which is a pre-workout, which is very smooth. No jitters, no kind of craziness when you're getting to the gym and no crash afterwards, which is fantastic. And then obviously I will let you guys know how I feel about the collagen over the next couple weeks. But these are just some influencers that I like to follow who kind of give me a little bit of a break from the real world and all the other kind of BS that other people are pushing. And I'll make sure to link all of their Instagrams in the uh, post I put up for this week's episode so you can check them out for yourself. I did want to end this week's episode on a little bit of a positive note with some people who we can all kind of look to for guidance and help over these next couple months as we all work towards our fitness goals. With that being said, as always, if you have any issues or questions, feel free to DM me at the Lazy Piece of Shit Instagram page or send me an email at lazypieceof sh period t at gmail.com we are now available on spotify the iHeartRadio app google podcasts i am still waiting to hear from apple podcasts but as soon as i hear from them i will let you guys know where you can get us each week and make sure to follow me on instagram at lazy dot piece of sht to follow me and get all the latest and greatest updates and keep an eye out on the Lazy Piece of Shit Instagram page because I will be putting up a story in regards to what we want to discuss next week. Is there anything that's kind of bothering you that you want to talk about? Let me know. 
We'll talk about it, get it all sorted out, and make sure everybody is feeling better about themselves. But that's all for this week's episode of Lazy Piece of Shit Podcast. Was my fitness journey similar to yours in any way, or am I just really living up to the name of being a lazy piece of shit? Let me know. And as always, like, share, comment, get a hold of me if you need to. Tell all your friends about this awesome new podcast. But other than that, have a wonderful night, enjoy your weekend, and I can't wait to see you guys next week.